Well, hello, everybody. I'm Del Shores. And I'm Emerson Collins, and you're watching The Dell and Emerson Show. Straight talk. Real gay. Happy Friday, Del Shores. Oh, I'm just getting tingles throughout my whole entire being because it's Friday and there's so much not to do. Oh. This has been the weirdest week, but we have lots to get to on today's show. Impeachment, progress at HUD, equality issues in Arkansas and Michigan, Drag Race, Elton John, Pedro Pascal, Angola and Myanmar, Suzanne Summers had an intruder, Luke Evans in a Speedo, and more. Woo! Well, that got my attention. I have not known what day it was any day this week, even more so than the last year of the pandemic. They're um, starting to blend, aren't they? On Tuesday, it felt like Friday. Also, I need to tell everyone, and I hope he's okay with me telling you this. Blake just walked into the room. Blake's going to come sing uh, from his Carol King tapestry show that he's doing tomorrow later on in the show. Yeah. But on Tuesday, you know, Dell and I work, so we FaceTime each other and we talk. We had a conference call before that that morning. We did the radio show. Then I'm editing a clip from the show to put on my Instagram. Blake gets out of the shower because he went on a hike and he walked through the room and he didn't say anything. And I went and came into the kitchen like it was dinner time and he was just sort of quiet. And I was like, he felt really recharged from the hike. And now he has nothing to say. And I was like, what's going on? And he said, I don't know how to say this, but the sound of your voice is bothering me today. <laughs> And I laughed so hard because like, that's so re the reality of the pandemic. And he like felt bad saying it. And I was like, I annoy myself at times. You know, we do the show and I talked louder. I project. So everyone, we're all at a high energy level. And I said, it is okay to say that. You don't even have to feel bad about it. It is fine. I said, do you, I said, do you need me to go in the other room and read a book? He was like, no, no, now that I've said it, it's fine. You know, it's just that sound. You're like radio show voice, your working voice. I was like, well, I don't, I just have dogs. So they, I don't know if they're irritated or not, but I do know that sometimes when I start being very animated, uh, they, they run. Like yes. they say, I'm, uh, no, I don't know. No. So I, I, I think that they, uh, yeah, I, 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 who oh, I don't know. I don't know, but that story made me laugh when you told me the first time. I just thought it's hysterical. And also it made me laugh because it just felt so like pure and like on it, like every relationship, right? Our relationship, our working relationship, anybody, the few people you can have contact with, it's the hardest. Cause also yeah. they're the only people, you know, there is nowhere to escape. There's nowhere to go. You can't go like, I just need some time with my other friends and it'll all be fine. You know, little thing, little annoyances become big. Yeah. I want to go to my favorite bar and have a drink. I'm just yes. going to whatever now it's just like i'm just gonna drive yes. i'm gonna drive or walk around the hills you know with a two mask on yes and it's like i can hear myself being unreasonable and yet you can't stop it you know it's like i know this shouldn't be a big deal but it is because because our worlds are still so small so i thought you all would enjoy that i i I, I am often best enjoyed in smaller doses than 24 hours a day. Well, you just a right amount for me most of the time. Uh, so well, I hope everyone else is doing good as we are here at officially the end of this week. Please share the broadcast with your friends as we chat and laugh our way through the LGBTQ news that's important and nonsense that isn't. Yes. And uh, shall we go on? Shall we? Yes, let's do it. Okay. We might have a special guest other than Blake singing at the end of the show. So oh, we're going to get yes, into the news. That happens. We may we'll have see. a pop in, a little pop in. 
little stop by. Um, uh, yeah, you know, here's a, I, I was talking to someone today, uh, uh, my good friend Michael Shepard, and we were talking about uh, the impeachment, and it was on. He 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 texted me, "Can I call you?" Uh, and I said, "Please, I need a distraction from the impeachment because we all know the ending. We all know the ending to this story. It's he's going to be acquitted, and then the republic. Oh, I'm just I, and, and so I'm listening, and all I do is go, yeah, 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 and then I get irritated. So, uh, but in the gay uh, LGBT news, we did have uh, Rhode Island Rep uh, David Sicilini, uh, who was he's one of the nine House impeachment managers. And he said Donald Trump deserves impeachment and conviction because the president of the United States sided with the insurrectionists. He celebrated their cause. He validated their attack. He told them, remember this day forever. Um, hours after they marched uh, through halls looking to assassinate his vice president, uh, the speaker of the house and anybody that they could find. And so it seems like most Republican senators plan to let uh, that man off the hook. And uh, technically they believe that he cannot be tried because he's out of office. That's their big, big to do. Uh, now let's re let's remember that McConnell delayed this till he was out of office. So that's awfully convenient. Uh, Cicilline answered this by and said, president Trump was impeached while he was in office for conduct in office period. Impeachment is not merely about removing someone from office. Fundamentally, impeachment exists to protect our constitutional system. So, yeah, I, don't, I have not watched much of it. Honestly, I've been back to my like reading the headlines, getting the important beats, you know, um, because we all lived through it. But it is interesting seeing today as his team of, you know, what ragtag team of lawyers is trying to present some kind of defense and grabbing at every stall, every false equivalency, every example of somebody else using hyperbole, which is interesting tactic, right? Because it's not saying he didn't do it. It's like, they're just saying, but other people basically did the same thing. I mean, I tuned in at one point as I believe it was Ted Cruz, of course, asked a question comparing it to Kamala Harris, uh, helping people arrested during the Black Lives Matter protests uh, get bail funds. I tried, you know, it's the false equivalency of saying it's one the same as the other. And they talked about a thing today with a secret service that I hadn't thought of, right? This, there's different secret service teams for the vice president and the president, but there's the same organization. So certainly they have communication within their organization, right? So as Mike Pence was being moved around the Capitol building, he has secret service doing that, who definitely would be able to communicate with the Secret Service team around the president over in the White House. So that timeline of that period, right, and the tweets he put out seems to make it even more clear that he must have known what was happening even as he went to make the statements he made. I, you know, it makes it even worse. Even the, worse. The cavalier disregard for the safety of our other leaders and for the fundamental concept of how our democracy functions. It's, it's like he gave a shit about him. Was Only him. So um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I, there's no way that he's going to be convicted. And it, it just seems like a lot of energy that to, to, to the end that we are not going to want. I haven't heard anything lately, though, about the possibility uh, that there's there's something in the 14th Amendment. And maybe somebody out there can help us out with this, that um, that he can. That, that they can they can then uh, have uh, the Senate can then 
uh, decide if he vote on if he can run again. There, they could censure him, which could also achieve the same result of not allowing him to re-enter the political race. There have been people saying they should go for censuring because that would allow them to make that a result from it. Uh, but to that, you know, there are moments where you have to do the right thing, even if it can't matter. I feel like even with it ra a rather foregone conclusion, what the outcome is, having them put their names behind what they think is acceptable behavior in how a democracy functions right. for, for people that watched it happen, for Americans of all kinds to see what our leaders have to say, for history to know what was said and done in this moment. There's one of the greatest threats to the concept of American democracy, you know, in the life of our nation, the, that being recorded, if for no other reason than for future generations to hopefully do better than we have done now, Absolutely. Uh, is a worthwhile. And it's not affecting the current president because Biden's out there getting 200 million vaccines, more vaccines. Everyone should be vaccinated by July. You know, the, the actual leaders are leading. So it's OK that this process is happening because it hasn't stopped governing. He is really, really he's, he's kicking ass. He is absolutely uh, kicking ass. And, and yeah. no, I, I, and I am not disputing that. Uh, don't get me wrong. Any of you, I, I, yes, they did have to do this. And there is something kind of great that we're going to see that Ted Cruz, that Josh Hawley, that all of these assholes are going to go down in history on the wrong side. So, yeah. um, and, and this will affect them. And when several of those people run for the Republican nomination in 2024, we want to have this record of their behavior, of their perception of democracy, of what's acceptable in protesting in democracy um, at that point as well. So, Yes. All right. all right. Well, look, it's all out there. There's lots to watch, but we have lots more fun things to get to. A success from our current administration, the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development's Office of Fair Housing and Equal Opportunity issued a memo yesterday stating that HUD interprets the Fair Housing Act to bar discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity and directing HUD offices and the recipients of HUD funds to enforce the act accordingly. This is huge and it's real world action. It's the first agency to implement President Biden's LGBTQ executive order directly sitting on top of the Bostock decision from last year. This is concrete direction for an agency that relates to how people from our community are treated in housing that is a, a definitive result we can show. Acting Assistant Secretary Janine Warden said, housing discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity demands urgent enforcement action. Every person should be able to secure a roof over their head free from discrimination and the action we are taking today will move us closer to that goal. So. That executive order was a lot of words, but now we are starting to see the government agencies take that executive order and implement it in the way that they function, which is will have a real world impact on people in our community. That is truly Biden and Harris and this administration stepping up on the promises they made to our community and the step on the way to the hopefully the Equality Act can be taken up uh, by this Congress as well. But real concrete results. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, in Arkansas, we have a little bit of uh, negative news. Uh, or the Arkansas Senate just passed the Medical Ethics and Diversity Bill. And the name of this bill is so fucking deceptive because it sounds great, right? But it's really just religious bigotry 
It's a religious exemption bill. It's so broad, it would allow any medical professional to refuse to help LGBTQ people or even refer them to someone else. Uh, the law defines discrimination as taking any action against someone at all and then says that medical professionals uh, should not be discriminated against. So they're going that they should not be discriminated against for their religious and this word makes me crazy, moral, ethical, or philosophical beliefs. Now, think about that. They can turn down anybody. And, and I mean, this even goes to that they can, they, they can even, uh, they, they don't even have to refer them to somebody. So it, yet that's, they're, they're, they're claiming this is their morality which is actually, to me, just the opposite. So the bill lists protective healthcare professionals, including doctors and nurses, and any individual who furnishes or assists in the provision of a healthcare service, including social workers and pharmacists. So you could be gay and say, I need these pills. And they go, oh, no, 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 you're gay. I cannot give you your medication. And, right. they have, and where can I go? Oh, I'm not telling you. Oh, so, so let's go back to this ethical morals. And anyway, the exemption applies even if a procedure is deemed necessary. So literally you could walk in with an appendicitis, with your appendix about to burst and you could die as they will not refer you to someone else. And the uh, author of this is Arkansas uh, Senator Kim Hammer. Now, shockingly, he is a missionary Baptist pastor and a hospice chaplain in Benton, Arkansas. He sponsored the bill and said the bill, it's about elective things, things you can take time to find a provider who's willing to offer the service rather than a force to force a provider who doesn't believe in doing it. Except that word elective is never mentioned in the bill. He's just full of shit. So it, it, it's passed the Senate, y'all. It has passed the Arkansas Senate. It is going to the House next. Well, and if Sarah Huckabee Sanders becomes the next governor of Arkansas, it's not like our people there will have any uh, support. But it's. I hope everyone gets right. That part of it, here's Kim Hammer. I just found him so you can see uh, the evil behind this. He doesn't look like exactly the way you just... He looks like who he... But what he did, that's it. He just looks like that person. And it's not even just right. Like, so it's not just elective. It's not uh, even specifically LGBTQ, not specifically trans, not specifically PrEP or HIV healthcare. It's, it's their beliefs. It could just be about you as a person. Don't have to help you and don't have to refer you. So they can literally just say, oh, sorry, it's my religion. It's my deeply held religious beliefs. You all know how I feel about that phrase. And they could say, bye, that's it at the level from emergency to ongoing care to elective care, any kind. Um, so our friend Danielle says, Southern evangelicals seem to have a knack for doing the exact opposite of what Jesus would do. Yeah, you know what would be interesting? It would be interesting to have some doctor who is gay or a lesbian doctor, and this asshole comes in with a cardiac arrest and say, you know what? I'm so sorry, but my religious beliefs do not allow me to treat bigots. So, um, I don't know. I don't know how to help you. That is my deeply held ethical belief. Mm -hmm. That's it goes against my morals to help you. Yeah. 
Rob, I feel bad for LGBTQ and Eureka Springs. It's going to hurt their business, their tourists. Here's the thing. You know, it's back to that we have said often and will continue to repeat uh, that don't, don't paint the full state with the brush of the bigots. There are many in our community who live there or who are from there. Yes. Uh, there are certainly progressive people doing their best, and we want to support those people. That's why we call this out. But I will happily go to Eureka Springs. Our good friend Melody Party is there yeah, uh, once we can again. I have performed at the HUD a couple of times and we were going to do it again with, we were doing a big old 20th anniversary of sorted uh, lives, but uh, yeah. the pandemic stopped us and we will be back to Eureka Springs. Yes, but it ties back, right? It's why the federal level, it's why what Biden is doing, it's why the Equality Act at the federal level is so important because it will make an end run around all of these state level and local bigoted bills. Yes. Um, all right. In the pandemic, I was thrilled last week to hear that so many of you are getting vaccines and are able to and have access. A new CDC report, though, says gay and bisexual people are more at risk for severe COVID-19. The data came from the 2017 to 19 Behavioral Risk Factor Surveillance System, which shows that members of sexual minority groups are more prone to risk factors that lead to worse outcomes. Asthma, stroke, kidney disease, heart disease, chronic obstruction, pulmonary disease, obesity, smoking, diabetes, and hypertension. Obviously, we have talked about studies that show LGBT plus people, like other marginalized groups, face greater risks of unemployment, housing discrimination, higher rates of substance abuse, and greater obstacles to medical care access, which all lead to poor health. Adding to that, LGBTQ Americans are also more likely than others to work in industries affected by the crisis, restaurants, food service, hospitals, education, college, universities, and retail. So just really considering, um, obviously, your own personal journey, but an awareness that this pandemics are, these all go together, right? You're, the stability of your financial situation, the kind of work that you do, the kind of healthcare access you have, the stress, we've even talked about how stress leads to mental health issues for people in our communities. All those things compound exponentially. Be safe, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Um, and on a lighter pandemic piece, Elton John is starring in a new British public service announcement to promote the coronavirus vaccine. It's to make sure that people feel comfortable and safe about the vaccines. Unfortunately, anti-vaxxers have their hooks in some people. Um, so he is lending his celebrity to this parody uh, commercial, I'm gonna share with y'all, uh, to encourage people to go get stuck, so to speak. Make sure, tell me if you can hear this, Dale. My name is Elton John. Cut there. Little less showbiz, Elton. My name is Elton John. <laughs> yes. My name is Elton John. Let's go for your Michael Caine impression. Just let, let's see what it's like. My name is Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> the more people in society that get vaccinated, the more chance there is of eradicating the national COVID pandemic. <laughs> it's really important to know that the vaccines have all been through and met the necessary safety and quality standards. Assuring everyone. This is a bit where you're going to have the vaccine now, Elton. So right. just kind of pretend that you're having the vaccine from pretend a Pretend you're getting a shot. <laughs> that was me, acne. Okay. <laughs> Let's cut that. And as you can see, <laughs> I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Thanks, Elton. We'll let you know. Well, <laughs> no, this short notice, you won't find anyone bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hello, my name is Michael Caine. <laughs> I've had a vaccine for COVID. 
it didn't hurt. Not many people know that. I mean, that was so good oh. i just enjoy and, and it is serious and you know with it matters for everyone um but i love like anything any bit of humor we can get through all of this together is certainly helpful appreciate both of those men being fun and being silly yeah and, and 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 you said you said that we get we're getting all this new vaccine, all these new yeah. vaccines, and I'm I'm so happy about that because, you know, we I was reading in the L.A. Times today they, they they have all this ambition here in Los Angeles, but they just run out every single day, and they're getting less and less supplies. So we are literally lagging behind. And uh, our- I have to say, it is frustrating how the information around the rollouts have been done. You know, I don't come across it without going to research. And I feel like our state level, our city level plans sort of needed to flood everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we are now several weeks into this. It is incumbent upon this administration and our local leaders um, to step up and make sure everyone knows what the process is, where they are. You know, certainly those of us that want to research can find it. But it's most important to get it to the people who are working or are too busy, who don't have time to sit on the Internet and figure it out. Like. We can do better with informing the public of what the plan is. I feel like. Absolutely. So in, in some lighter news, and this was something that I just loved, uh, Orlando Hamburgers, Mary, and I've performed there. So I felt I saw that stage and I said, I know that stage. They had a very special guest uh, join them on uh, their stage. It's six-year-old Aiden. He's a big fan of RuPaul's Drag Race and The Greatest Showman, which is just a great combo, I think. So his parents explained why he wanted to come see the show, and the cast brought him on stage, helped him get his official drag name, which is Sookie Mary. And with this video that we're about to show, they posted saying, he recently sang This Is Me from The Greatest Showman at a karaoke event, and we thought it would be fun to surprise him by bringing him onto the stage and have the Brunch Bunch crew back him up. They're all in costume from their finale number, but do not. But they do know the choreography from this song. So the rest is rather magical, not a dry eye in the house. And he also made a little bit of money. They People were giving him some dollars. So can we play that? Uh, yes. So this is mid-performance as he's being tipped. <laughs> Oh no, you know, I was struck there. So there he is in her stage. Woo! He starts getting tipped. Having the greatest time. Uh-huh. Get the coins. And then we go. Oh, he's going now. He's got some spins. I love that the, the cast like learned the choreo to do this for me. Yeah. I mean, How just 
so, an absolute delight. And then several people commented how much they wish their parents were this, uh, as supportive. Uh, and Aiden's mom posted back saying, hey there, I'm Aiden's mom and, I, mom, and I wanted you to know that we support you. Thanks for spreading the love. And it's just a nice little feel-good video. And I love that. You know, it's like, here he is having this great experience, something he loves. And of course, that song, you know, that I am the sappiest for like, you give me a direct bleeding heart song and I'm there. But seeing other people, other queens, other trans people, other non-binary people commenting like, oh, he's so lucky to have them and have his mom say, you are worthy, you are welcome, you are loved. Um, seeing successive generations continue to do better uh, is such a thrill. Yes, absolutely. Um, and related to that, so Drag Race, we've talked about how this season of Drag Race, Got Mick is a contestant and he is the first trans man to participate in RuPaul's Drag Race in 13 seasons. It's very exciting. Um, and then this past week, previous queen, Nino Bonina Brown, is in trouble over transphobic comments she made in a video uh, this week. I wanna show you, they did this past week's episode, the runway theme was Little Black Dress. And Got Mick came out and this was his outfit. So you all know he uses he pronouns as a person and she pronouns in drag. Um, so that's the juggling there. But literally in a literal little black dress. Um, and also featuring the scars from his trans surgery. So it was a very big moment in addition to uh, the actual like what was on the runway. In her review video of Gottmik, Nina said, of course Gottmik can wear this and still have curves. Oh, we know why. The implication there, right, is he was assigned female at birth and she's implicating that aspect of his physicality um, in this way. The drag community quickly rallied behind Gottmik, accused Nina of transphobia with a number of queens and trans artists calling it out. It's not the first time Nina has commented on Gottmik's body was the other piece of it. And so she responded on Instagram saying, not saying I know why a certain person has curves is the definition of transphobic. It's laughable, to be honest. They claim so many drag race girls to be transphobic, even Rue, yet they're quiet when actual black trans women are found dead and actually harassed. They say nothing but jump the minute they can to shout someone's transphobic within the community. Just a bunch of white evil twinks out to cancel a black queen. What's new? You know, she went on from there. So there's a challenging piece in that, right? We've talked a lot here on this show about the epidemic of trans women of, of color being murdered. That's a real issue she's talking about there. We've also talked about how black drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race receive so much more vitriol, so much specific hatred, so much specifically racist hatred. And that's certainly been a part of Nina's experience uh, since the show, as well as many others. They put out that video we showed earlier this year, literally just of like black drag queens out of drag saying, I'm a person, please treat me like that. But to use that as an excuse to get away with this kind of commentary about his body is, you know, an end run around. Look, we've talked before, right? I have said transphobic things that were shitty. They were transphobic. I had to educate myself. I've had to work to do better. Um, but you have to be able to hear it when other people call you to be accountable for what you think is a silly joke and what they perceive as something specifically hateful. And that is definitely what this was. Well, it certainly wasn't, you know, and, and yes, you're absolutely right. What she was saying or uh, what, what um, 
it was just the, the excuse. It was I, this excuses my behavior. That's right. what that what that's the rub. And 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 you you can't just you, you know it's it's back to you know. But Obama did this. But what right. about Hillary's emails? I mean, no, you can't go there. Yeah. Shine a light on those issues. Yes, please shine a light on those issues, but outside of when you're calling being called out. And instead, just do like our friend Willem did and say, hey, I'm sorry. I fucked up. Yeah. You know? the, um, and, you know, and it's also shitty for Got Mick, right? Because here he is in the middle of this big, exciting thing and having to sort of carry the banner for his community's first representation. He tweeted in response, thank you to all of you for bringing so much light and love back into this situation and for all the Drag Race girls standing up and showing the trans community public support. It means so much to not only me, but everyone else reading and affected by the negativity being thrown around. Love you guys so much. Remember that you aren't defined by a few mean comments. In more productive news, I released a binder collab with at GC2B Apparel with proceeds going to the MPJ, Martha P. Johnson Institute, supporting black trans lives. So he's using uh, the moment, but you know, it sucks to constantly be tagged into that. And I know it's hard, it was hard for me, you know, I, being sorry and doing better, right? We don't have to be perfect, but we do have to do and be better. And that's part have of the to listen. Yeah. You, go, you listen, you learn, you listen and learn. And you yeah. and people can change. We have seen yeah. people change. That's why I made, you know, when back when we were doing the show originally, why I added the trans news segment specifically to our show because of my own experience of being shitty, being transphobic, the way I can be sorry is to actively be better, right? Actively do better. It doesn't change how it hurts somebody, but it but it shows that you are going to be better than you have been. And hopefully Nina can come around and see that within our big, large rainbow drag community. Absolutely. Okay, y'all, it's happening, it's happening. What? What's um, happening? Wait, before we do it, I, because you know we'll get lost on this, We've reached the midpoint of our show and we have a very special guest about to join us. If you enjoy the news, the nonsense, what we do here, and you want to send us a tip, you can send it on Venmo to at Emerson Collins or on PayPal to BeardCollinsShoresProductions at gmail.com. It's in the ticker below. But without further ado, there is a member of our close family of the sordid world who is celebrating a birthday today, and she's gonna spend a little bit of it with us. Welcome to the show, Ann Walker. Yay! Happy, Happy birthday, birthday. LaVonda Jean. Thank you, thank you. Oh. This is nice. I'm just thrilled to be with you. It's so good to see you. I want yes. And 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 are you at the at the at the age where you start telling the truth, lying down, lying up for? Because I think that's much more impressive. Right, how, how how do we handle the age? Well, I think eighty is the new forty. Yes, it <laughs> yes, yes. No, I'm not eighty. I'm not eighty. Thank you, Chuck. Um, no, I Ken. Hi, Rob. Hello. Oh. Honey, they're all bigger fans of yours than they are of mine. Yeah, if we had if we had advertised, we'd have more viewers today. We just didn't know <laughs> until the last minute. Well, I know. I didn't know. I had to go spend a little time with the other kids. Well, <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? How are you holding up? That that cough that cough is not COVID, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Take a sip of something. I was just driving, uh, like beating the. <laughs> there was so fucking much traffic. Grab some vodka, and I gotta get there. Drinking. 
Huh? I said it's time to start drinking. Grab I a vodka. I had two glasses of wine at lunch. Yes. And I went to a restaurant. <gasps> overlooking, overlooking this beautiful West Lake. There is an actual West Lake. Uh -huh. Who knew? Yeah, who knew? And um, it was just beautiful. It's called Boccaccio's. And um, Italian? Yes, I had chicken piccata. <laughs> Isn't it? I love saying uh, any kind of foreign language is a real Texas accent. Was it Italian? Yeah. Did you have, it, did you have any linguine? No, uh, but I had a little bit of spaghetti. Okay, <laughs> good, good. good. And then we had um, some calamari, fried calamari. Oh, ooh, you're me hungry. Riveted by the, I'm riveted by the menu. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had um, uh, escargot. <laughs> That's I didn't nasty. eat snail. I did not. I just had the butter and garlic. Okay, um, well, and you look like you're holding up really well. I, that, that's what we say in the South, right? Lord, she's holding up well. Uh huh. Uh huh. She's fixing her hair, making sure her hair's. You're supposed but to do that before you come on the air. Listen, yeah. rushing, rushing to get here. <laughs> we thank rushing. you. The other one is you. She has maintained. Ooh. Yes, what? I have. And then say, I think she's had a little work done. That's well, what the true. other one. There's it's speculation. There's all the speculation. I have had work done, but it's been 12 years ago. Yeah. Well, it's certainly not the clean living. No, no. it's not no. clean living. You no. just have to say, I'm rested. I am rested. Uh -huh. Emerson, Emerson called me yesterday to ask me to do this. And yeah. I'll tell you, Wednesday night was a little overserved night for me. <laughs> Who's the bartender? I was. <laughs> I have been overserved by myself. Yes, yes. And there drinking is. by myself. You know, just drinking. Just I don't know. And um it's just crazy. I, mean, I remember and I remember one time during the or it was it was like mid-pandemic. You called me and you had been drinking and you became the appreciative drunk. You were, oh, I, if I told you lately, and you just just said the sweetest things to me. And then the next day I called you to ask you how you were doing because you were crying a little bit and you said, did we talk? <laughs> I said, 33 minutes that you <laughs> Oh my God! How you oh. put up with me? I do not know. Leah Noble dresses like Lavanda. I love that. We have her sorted lives parties. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, see, she hadn't aged since the first she first did sorted lives. Thank you, John Martin. That's because the work happened between the two. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you know, I looked really good when we did the first one. You, you looked good at every incarnation of this, every tour, every whistle stop, every opening of a mailbox. I mean, you looked great at every opportunity. Well, that's why I pay you the big bucks, kids. <laughs> and I want to say something. And yeah. because yeah. since you know, since you've been, you've called me uh, inebriated and appreciative, I'm not inebriated and I so appreciate you. 
and I celebrate that you are in my life and that you are my family and that you are just as kind and beautiful as they think you are. You are you're, you're such a good human besides being an amazing actress and artist. And we, we have had such a fun journey together. We I really have. We some really of the best have. laughs we've had with yeah. Ann Walker. And in the car when I was in the back seat. <laughs> going from, we were going from one, one city in North Carolina to another one. That's all I can. That's yeah. right. I think you it was Charlotte to Winston-Salem. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, you got anything you want to rant about for the people? <laughs> that deep sigh. That was one of those sighs. That sigh says so much. <laughs> my darlings, my darlings, my darlings. You know what I would rant about. Uh-huh. I love uh -huh. this thing that down here it says, you're in the show. Everyone can see you and hear you. That's, That's nice you know, let you know. Oh, don't and you just Thank you, darlings. Anyway. Don't you just assume that at all times people can hear you and see you? Yes, I actually do. I worry that someone's listening in. Not really. Not really. Um, anyway, yeah, it's I, I'm very, very, very uh, preach, sister. Yes, I will. I'm just concerned that we have no backbone left in this country and that I was listening to the radio on the way home on MSNBC and somebody said that Donald Trump Jr. is going to run for president. Uh, you know, I mean, he's a long way from that. I wouldn't be surprised if he runs for something or other in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. we don't see in our progressive world, our liberal world. He is uncomfortably popular with the youngest demographic of uh, extreme conservatives. Uh, but but that's if he doesn't go to jail. There's well, still right. that possibility. Well, that's 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 there's a lot of New York shit that's still going to happen. They can they can flee to Florida, but they still have shit in New York that's that right. they're going to be prosecuted for. That is right. That is right. I just want them all to get out of my life. I just want. I mean, yes. To do with them. The best part of this impeachment is not hearing his voice. Yes. Oh. Actually, you know, there's no tweets. There's no audio. There's just sad attorneys and Republican <laughs> senators talking nonsense, but like the degree of like reasonable, like just not hearing that sound. Yeah. Is, yeah. I'm calling I, that. I, I had today, I had a little PTSD when they were playing like clips of him and his attorneys felt, Oh, let's play all of his audio. Let's play all of that. You know what? Yeah. Uh, yep. it's, but, it's pretty sad that we're, we find ourselves in this predicament that um, and we're, we're going to have to just be sure and we have to vote in large numbers for the rest of our lives. But also, yes, and that we hold these people we elected now accountable. Yes. You know, as we talked about at the election, that was the beginning of a journey, not the end of one. That's so you know, true. So that we are not worrying about, yes, 2022 elections, midterms and those things, but there is a lot of work these people need to do that we gave power to Yeah. before we worry about the opponents at the next time. Amen. 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 Well, Ann Walker, thank you're, you. Sure, glad you came to say hey and spend a little bit of your birthday with us. I adore both of you so much. That Can we make a day? Did you get the vaccine yet? One. I got okay, one. Good. 
Good. And I want to. Uh, okay, soon as we're vaccinated, Ann, you and I, we're gonna we're gonna get together and we're gonna slobber on each other. Yes. And love this. Love your neck and celebrate. We'll do a belated birthday, and then in a year from now, we'll do another birthday where we get to go out and celebrate. I miss oh, you. Yes, I love that. I love it. And I want to just thank everybody who had sent me so many wonderful happy birthday wishes. Thank you, Leanne. You sent me, Ken. Um, but everybody has been so incredible. They did. They do not forget the old woman who lives in a shoe. <laughs> that is right. But it is a fucking fancy shoe. It is a goddamn It's a pretty shoe. nice shoe. Yes. We it's love you. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. We will see you. I love you, Anne. I love you bye. too, baby. Love you. Bye bye now. Bye. Ah, love her so much. Makes me emotional not to get to see her. She's I know, like, just missing our good people. Um, all right, hit the highlight of that next one because it's funny. Oh yes, well I love this one. I just love the I just love that every now and then I have to read the headline that you you write. Emerson, it's dumb people are homophobic. So this is out of Australia, a new uh, a new study, and they uh, basically what they did is they. Uh, they ask uh, some questions and the survey asked participants to agree or disagree with this statement. Homosexual couples should have the same rights as heterosexual couples do. And those who answered negatively tended to score lower on cognitive intelligent abilities and uh, most pronounced for their, their, and their poor verbal ability to express themselves. So we have known this all along, but now there is proof out of Australia that stupid people are more homophobic than smart people. I just enjoyed that so much that they went to the trouble to do a scientific study to prove the dumber you are, the less ability you have to articulate yourself, the more likely you are to be homophobic. It's just science. So, but also if the flip side, the serious side of that is education, right? Encountering more people, more a wider experience of life and understanding of experiences and points of view leads to less bigotry in general yeah it's more it, it felt like it was more ignorant people people who were you're right who were not educated who had not taken the time to, or, or care to to be informed so you're gonna be homophobic transphobic we're just gonna sue you're stupid and then a fun uh, exciting celebration pedro pascal who's having a huge year between wonder woman 2 and being the star of the mandalorian well you know the supporting star to baby yoda his sister, actress Lux Pascal, came out as trans on the cover of Chilean magazine Revista Ya, seen here. He posted it on Instagram saying, Mi hermana, mi corazón, nuestra Lux. 28, she's an actress known for the Amazon Prime series La Juaria and the miniseries Juana Brava. She came out previously as non-binary but started transitioning a year ago. And she said, Pedro was one of the first people to gift me the tools that started shaping my identity. She came out on FaceTime to him the first thing he did, an older brother, was asked how I felt because I remember he was a little worried. And he said, perfect. This is incredible. So excited for her. Thrilled to have her support. And of note, right, Pedro Pascal, because this week there's been, we did not as a full headline, but Gina Carana, one of the other supporting cast of The Mandalorian, has been transphobic on Twitter in the past, mocking pronouns. She put out an anti 
anti-Semitic meme on her Instagram and Disney has parted ways with her. But think about the juxtaposition there. That's someone you work with, you know? And not only that, someone you work with has a direct family relationship to a thing that you're mocking. And then today, Ben Shapiro said that his Daily Wire is gonna make a movie with her. And I thought, good luck with that. Good, Ben. You do that. You do that. Mark Cameron movies. Like, and, okay, look at you. And maybe you can narrate with your high squeaky voice. Um, that, uh, right? I mean, yes. I don't even. I, I know, mean, I, I'm not going to judge my voice. My vocal pitch gets up there often as well. You know it, but it, it, yours doesn't bother me. I mean, it might bother Blake, but it doesn't bother me. Uh, <laughs> that and comedy is what you call a callback. Um, all right. Right. Well, this is it. coming out of Palm Springs. Poor old Suzanne Summers was in the middle of a makeup tutorial on Facebook with her husband, Alan Hamill, uh, from their home in Palm Springs when a nearly naked intruder just wandered right in on their property. And I, when I read this story, I thought, why can't that happen to me? Why? can this not happen to me? So she heard a sound and she said, is somebody there? I heard a person, uh, the naked man uh, said, I'm here. Sorry. I'm just slightly terrified over here for a second. And she said, well, how'd you get here? Uh, and he goes, there were ghosts following me. A friend uh, let me up this hill. And then I came down Well, you shouldn't be here. She said, you don't scare me, but you shouldn't be here. Uh, so meanwhile, she just kept making up her eyes because you know, she is, if you don't know this about Susanna Summers, she is a whore on, she will, on sell a she will sell her shit. You go to her Twitter, she is selling, selling, selling. Um, so she just kept putting on that makeup. Uh, and she said to tell him to leave. And uh he said he had a gift for her. And she says, I don't want anything. Uh, you seem like a very nice person, Mr. Naked Man, but you should not be here. She finished up her live stream, never stopped it, never stopped the live stream. And then she said she was going to call the police. Um, I mean, I want to show y'all just a second of this because it's so bonkers. She's just talking away. Hold on, where's she at? She still got that Chrissy haircut. She, I know, but hey, good. Stick to what people know you for. I get it. Uh, all right. I just heard a person. She said, really? I just heard a person. Huh? Over here. Oh, you're here? I'm here. Oh, come here. That's the nearly naked person off screen. I'm sorry. I was slightly terrified over there for a second. Why were you terrified? I'm not even sure. I, there were ghosts following me and... Um, there were ghosts following me. Yeah, I was just wondering if you were following me. Who are you? I'm Aaron Carpenter. Um, Aaron Carpenter. Have you heard of me? No. Have you heard How of me? How did you get here? How? Um, friend led me up this hill and then I came down. Just calm as oh. a cucumber. Okay, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. You shouldn't be here. Yeah. This but, is our house. But anyway, but anyway, don't scare me. I've seen pictures of this yeah. house before. Yeah, you shouldn't be yeah. here. Oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm then not she looks back at the live stream. I know, but I'm, very, I'm not used to people being on our property. I'm, I'm not used to people being on our property. I gotta be honest. I would be a little more terrified than that. I, I would say, where the fuck is your mask? That would be the first thing I would do. And, and you're, well, your underwear, what happened? <laughs> well, I know, I wonder what state of nearly naked we mean at that moment. Well, poor old Eric Carpenter. I just wonder if anybody, y'all look and see if he's on Facebook. I think it's Aaron. Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, Aaron. Oh, okay. I don't know, he didn't spell it. He just... <laughs> 
such an asshole. Uh, <laughs> but it's just Suzanne Summers, just calm as can be. Uh -huh. You don't scare me, but you need to go. Mm -hmm. She was so calm. She was like, yeah. she, she had a little, like a little, uh, a little drip of Valium going. Like, oh. Yes. Um, I okay. mean, how would that be if like, excuse me, um, who are you? This is my house. Right. Wait, excuse me, you have to go. Um, all right. I would be screaming. I would be screaming on camera. They're like, uh, yeah, I would not be that calm. All right, two quick international just highlights. Uh, in Angola, a new law decriminalizing, decriminalizing same-sex sexual relations went into effect this week, citing overturning a fully colonial era vice and nature provision that was seen as a ban on homosexual relations. It also prohibits discrimination based on a sexual orientation. And over in Myanmar, which I'm sure you, or maybe you've read, that there was recently a military coup to overthrow the democratically elected government. Well, there's been a strange positive aspect to the protest in response to that for our community there. LGBTQ people are joining with protesters and being applauded for doing so, despite statutes they are still criminalizing sodomy. The country had its first pride only in 2018, but drag queens were met with applause and as they appeared at protests, and they are starting to see this joining together with democracy protests as a path to greater LGBTQ plus rights. So brave drag queens and LGBTQ people out being physically visible as drag queens with pride flags uh, among the protests. So that's exciting. Uh, um, let's get go, tell this story while I get set up. So right. I'm going to set up for Blake's performance. All right. So in Michigan, a coalition of 37 organizations led by Fair and Equal Michigan said that they've gathered 530,000 signatures for a petition to have the state legislature vote on a law that would define sex in state uh, anti-discrimination leg legislation to include sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender expression. Michigan has never passed a statute to uh, outlaw such discrimination. In uh, 2018, the Michigan Civil Rights Commission decided it would treat anti-LGBTQ discrimination as a form of um, a form of sex-based discrimination until the state's then attorney uh, general, Bill Shute, issued a legal opinion that declared the commission's decision invalid. So once this petition is certified, the state house and the Senate will have to vote on it in 40 days. They can't pass amendments. The legislatures then will either have to accept the proposal or send it to the ballot where residents of the state will be able to vote on it in 2022. So some good news, uh, possible good news out of Michigan to uh, do something that they probably should have done in before 2018. Um, well, we are very excited about uh, Blake MacGyver. Uh, I have to say that I am a huge Blake MacGyver fan, and I'm also a, a crazy Carol uh, uh, I was about to say Carol Cook, Carol King fan, uh, and and the Tapestry uh, is one of the very best albums ever. So I'm so excited about Blake's concert that's going to be tomorrow night at five o'clock. Yes, Pacific. Pacific time, and um, yay! And you can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Uh, yes, great. 
Yes. Important piece. Uh, so yes, that's, tell that's, everybody what you're hi. doing tomorrow. I feel like I'm the villain of this show today uh -huh. after uh, the re revealing story. That story just threw you right under the gay bus. <laughs> it really uh, did. Uh, but tell everybody about the show. Um, but yes, Saturday night, tomorrow night uh, at five Pacific time, I'm doing a free show uh, right on my YouTube. Uh, it's all of the songs of Tapestry. This past week was the 50th anniversary, hard to believe, of Carol King's Tapestry being released. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. So I'm just gonna sing it start to finish with some stories and uh, about the songs. And we're just gonna have a great celebration. It's just an hour show. Uh, it's gonna be a fun time. And y'all, it's free. You just have to register. I'm putting the link in the chat now. Um, you just have to register to get the link. Now, obviously, tipping is welcome and encouraged. I will say that because he won't say it often enough. All right, you want to sing us a ditty? Yes. Loving you the way I do. I only want to be with you And I would go to the ends of the earth Cause darling, to me that's what you're worth Where you lead, I will follow Anywhere that you tell me to If you need, you need me to be with you I will follow where you lead if you're out on the road feeling lonely and so cold all you have to do is call my name and i'll be there on the next train where you lead i will follow anywhere that you tell me to if you need you need me to be with you i will follow where you lead i always wanted a real home with flowers on the windowsill but if you want to live in new york city honey you know i will I never thought I could get satisfaction Oh, from just one man But if anyone can keep me happy You're the one who can Where you lead, I will follow Anywhere that you tell me to If you need you need me to be with you, I will follow oh, where you lead. I will follow any, anywhere that you tell me to. If you need, you need me to be with you, I will follow where you lead. Yeah, baby. I'm gonna follow where you lead, yeah, baby. I'm gonna follow where you lead, 
Oh, baby, I'm gonna follow where you lead. Ah, rock us applause, rock us applause. Oh, there we are. There we are. Woo-hoo! So tomorrow, wow. 5 o'clock Pacific, 8 o'clock Eastern for an hour. Click the link. And, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's so vital for the era. It really is. Uh, and if you can't watch live, just like on all of our other shows, register. You'll be able to watch the link for several weeks after the show. If you're busy tomorrow night, hot date, work, important things, mm-hmm. uh, register. You can watch it anytime. Yay. Yay. Thanks, Thank everybody. Thanks. That was fantastic. Thank, Thank, you. You. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. So it's delightful, y'all. I will say, while I've been working this past few weeks, every afternoon as he like runs the show, I just get like an hour-long Carol King concert. Uh, and it's just a lovely mood. She's such a brilliant songwriter. So coming out, it's going to be fun. She was in her 20s and, and sometimes late teens when she wrote some of these songs. Um, oh, Blake hiked up to the two houses. He's stalking her. Uh, you know, just since she doesn't live there anymore, it's not really t- directly stalking. It's uh, a history. It's history. That's right. It's, it's just Hollywood history. Paying attention. Um, let's see. What do we have? The all honestly, the only one. I just wanted to share this with y'all because you know sometimes I get crap for the amount of thirsty speedos on my uh, Instagram. Because, you know, it's something that I enjoy. Well, bona fide movie star, musical star, Luke Evans, posted this this week. And I just appreciated that as as famous he is, he also shares of himself with all of us. Awfully Christian of him to post it and awfully Christian of you to to share it with us. I followed him on Instagram after you sent that story. I mean, that is the reason we post those things is so people will follow and pay attention. Uh, Someone asked me the other day, actually, they said, why do you post so much stuff like that? And I said, okay, real answer. One, I like it and who cares? But two, also, the more attention that gets, hopefully it makes people then tune into this radio show, to the movies we make, to the things we do. And also because I like compliments. Yeah. Well, I will not be ever posting a Speedo, so y'all can continue to follow me on Instagram. They're like, okay, fine. But I, I appreciate those who do. Yes. So, do you wanna- yes. Is that it for our show? Are we are we are we out of here? I mean, we are in moments. You and I have another thing we got to get to. We do. We have a meet. But what do y'all have weekend? Do you have weekend? You got class and such this weekend? weekend I have an MRI at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm going to have to have this shoulder replaced. So So good journey begins. Yes. Well, obviously I will be at this particular concert tomorrow evening. So y'all please feel free to join. I will Uh, be. Oh, I love it. I love that he has Yoda instead of the cat. Oh, yes. He made the exact poster, but with baby Yoda as the cat from Carol. Like, he is a real Carol fan. Fantastic. All right. I'm looking forward to that. And as always, y'all, we are grateful for your time, your attention, sharing the broadcast. Uh, If you want to send a tip, and I can see that I get direct emails. Seven of y'all ordered Registered for tickets during the show. I appreciate that. So this play. We'll see y'all there. On Venmo at Emerson Collins or on PayPal to Beard Collins Shores Productions at gmail.com. 
Thank you to Victor and John for your contributions today. And as always, thank you for tuning in. I love doing this. I love this time with y'all. Thank you, Ann Walker and Blake MacGyver for being our special guests today. Yes. And everybody else, take care of yourselves. Take care Have of each other. Weekend. We will see you on Tuesday.